Welcome to the podcast dedicated to helping MSPs sell the right solution at the right price. Not the cheapest solution most businesses want, but the solution they need. When MSPs are selling and providing the very best solution, the state of IT available to the business market is elevated and everyone wins. This is Elevating IT. Welcome to this episode of the Elevating IT Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Brooks. And in a moment, I'm going to cut over to the interview that I did last week with audit founder Frank Benedetto, And me and Frank are going to be doing these every single Friday. Um, we, may, we will probably end up bringing special guests on. But every Friday, if you go to our Facebook page, you can actually watch these live and they'll be turned into a podcast which is what you're listening to now. Um, if you go to our Facebook page or you go look for us on YouTube, we'll, we are broadcasting live to, e to both of those every single Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And this week, we're going to be talking about a question that Frank gets, and there's two different answers that he covers for this because there's two different ways to look at it. And the question is, is how do you sell a specific vendor's product? So I'm going to cut over to that interview right now. We're live, baby. Ah, here we are. First, this this is the first uh, live for uh, weekly wrap. We're calling this a weekly. Um, we're, we're just we're just hanging out, me and Frank here on Facebook Live and on YouTube. So if you're watching this in the recording, we're going to do this each week, two o'clock Eastern Standard Time on Friday. Make sure you go to the Facebook page. Uh, or our YouTube channel, and you can check it out. So today we wanted to talk about how to sell a certain vendor's product. So, Frank, this question comes up a ton, right? Like you, you we've been asked this. You, I've been asked this. You've been asked this, and you had an interesting uh, response to this. So I wanted to bring it up on the live. Oh, that's my lead-in, right? That's your lead-in, man. Oh, all right. Uh, you know, I'm sorry. I was zoned out. You know, I was looking at your your bookshelf, and I re I, I just got to get this off my chest because I realized that all the Zoom meetings I'm doing, everybody's got these awesome bookshelves in the background. Yeah. Right. And like, I have books, but I don't have a bookshelf behind me. I was like, never. I was never prepared for this, and I feel like I got to go out this weekend and buy a bookshelf and like put one back there, and then like put a bunch of books up to make it look like I'm a reader. And, uh, you know, I'll feel smart. So I'm sorry. I was, I was actually zoned in. I was trying to see what the teddy bear up there or whatever. So anyway, yeah. So, you know, you before you even talk about that, all right, I got something for you. Go you know what I want to do? I want to do like a book club. Like a, I got so many, like all these books are sales and marketing books. Yep. And the marketing books are all sales oriented, right? Because that's, that's what I study. And, and I almost want to do, especially with this book. I was talking about this book a while ago. This is like one of my favorite books. It's so readable. And I was thinking, you know what we should do? Let's see Little Red Riding What is that book? It's Little Red Riding Hood. This is the Little Red Book of oh, Selling. Selling. Got it. All right. Sorry. This is. I'm going with this. So here's what I was thinking of doing. All right. And people comment. Put a comment in if you're on the Facebook Live or YouTube. Let me know if you're interested in this. Because if you want to talk selling, I was thinking we, we get together. 
we read a chapter and we discuss it because that would be cool. We could even set up a Facebook group to do that. That would be the power of a bunch of people talking about different things. And I've got a couple copies of this. So I was thinking like this one is autographed by Jeffrey. I was thinking, man, we could maybe we could give it give that away or, or something. You know? Incentives. Anyway, that's right. something, you know. Another day for a book club. So, yeah, selling a certain vendor's product. So I know that you've asked me many times um, about how I go about that. And I think you're specifically <clears throat> talking more about you've got an established MSP, you've got mm -hmm. clients, and you find a new product or service that you think that, your uh, yeah, your your clients should should use right or that would benefit mm -hmm. them and you were you were specifically asking me about that i know recently um i was down at the id agent roadshow it was the last time we actually traveled it was the last hurrah before uh, this unfortunate period of time we're in right and, uh we were in houston when the audit was a vendor and uh huntress was there as well and i as an msp had um been wanting to add uh huntress into my cyber uh stack of solutions i had um seen a couple uh, of demos and I, I thought that would be a, a great addition to what we had and um i went over to their booth so one vendor to another vendor and had to introduce myself as an msp as well and uh we signed up for their solution and i know you and i talked like three weeks later during the pandemic and you asked me how how it was and i told you i had rolled that out across all my clients and you were kind of surprised because i did it during the pandemic and you couldn't believe that i actually sold stuff um and and increased their prices because obviously it's not free and made money but also delivered them a really good product or service in there and, you know i told you i thought it was win-win right it's, actually it's win-win-win right so it's good for huntress because they you know, they got a partner and then I as the MSP one because I, I sold it to my SMB clients and I, and I view the SMBs as winning because they're protected. Right. So um, it's a triple win there. So um, I think it goes back to culture. Right. So this isn't necessarily something that I always did. And it's not something you may be able to do as an MSP right out of the gate. But uh Using audit, you know, we joke around about how I sell green boxes, right? And at this point, um, a bunch of my clients have been brought in through the audit sales process where they went through that as an assessment, as a prospect. And we've continued doing that as um, we've gone forward with business reviews. For existing clients, um, I've continued to do business reviews for, you know, maybe pretty religiously for three years. So they're used to this process. When I show up with the audit report and there's a red or a yellow box that hadn't previously been there, they always say like, what is this, right? But a good portion of my clients, they kind of know, look, I don't wanna see a red or a yellow box. Your job is to make sure that they're green. And if you think we need this, do it. Right. I know kind of where the price thresholds is, right? So, you know, Huntress is the type of thing where I believe it's a, it's very low cost to the end user and it's it's high impact. It's really something that's important. I'm just using them as an example. Again, this isn't a Huntress commercial, but, you know, this was a real life example. And so we needed a managed detection and response product. So what I simply did was is I actually had you do it is go into audit. And I said, we need to add a new audit item for managed detection and response, which is like a category that we previously didn't even have in there. 
And I wanted it for the benefit of the whole community, but I also wanted it selfishly for myself because I needed to do some virtual business reviews. So um, then I went back to Huntress and I didn't want to create our own infographic um, at the time. You know, we had a lot going on. So I asked them if they could give me some some good collateral. And they they sent me over some of their material, a few different PDFs. I uploaded it into the system and then that automatically prints in our audit report. So if there's a red or a yellow box like, hey, you're not doing that. It's a text and response. Here's a here's a like a one page or as to why you should be doing it. So for a very large percentage of our clients, I rolled it out and I just increased their uh, their managed workstation cost by by a few dollars to cover the cost and to you know make a little bit of margin on it. Um, two things happened. Number one, a very, very, very small percentage of our clients said, hey, I noticed our bill clicked up a little bit. What was that? And I said, we added managed detection and response, which I believe is really necessary, especially now that you're working from home and you have a lot of employees on computers that we haven't really had a chance to do a whole lot of monitoring. And they said, oh, okay. So they realized that I didn't just raise my rates, that I actually gave them something that is valuable to them. And they appreciate it. And, you know, but I got to that cultural standpoint because I've been doing this a long time with them. So I didn't have to go in there, show them a red box, go through a whole sales process and repeat you know, for every single client, like for a lot of those that will do that. If this was a high ticket price item, you know, I would, I would go something through something more of a, of a formal process. I wouldn't just, you know, increase their bill or double it and say, well, you told me just to, you know, I had carte blanche. These are small things. Um, and then I have certain clients that I know want to go through that process. So I set up a virtual business review um, and we now have the ability and audit to output to a PowerPoint slide deck. So I, I'll put the slide deck and, uh, you know, I went through the presentation. The client sees the red box. They immediately are like, all right, what is it? I said, it's managed detection and response. Quick explanation. How much is that? You know, it's another X dollars per month managed workstation. Okay, do it. So I rolled this out to every single one of our clients um, in less than a month using this product you know using audit and the, and the techniques that i've learned and um that's what i do um you know it doesn't happen every single month but whenever i happen upon a new product or service that i think is important this is how i educate my clients um and you know let them make a confident buying decision that's awesome i love it the fact that you can um you have your clients prime to um expect you to push things that they know they they need you, you know you've gotten you they've gotten them to the point where they will be uh, upset with you if you come in with a red box <laughs> right that's, that's pretty cool yeah i've gotten good at you know i think that it's important for me to be able to sell products that are that are it's good for the client and it makes it mm -hmm. easier for me to do my job right? right what i never want to do is what if we have a client and let's say there's a breach on a home computer and we don't know about it or we don't have a way of, of detecting and containing it. And then I tell them, you know, unfortunately, had we rolled out this product that I have to you, which was only a couple bucks more a month, we would have you would have been protected. But I didn't get a chance to show you the red box and sell you. So they do appreciate the fact that they are protected. And my feeling yeah. is, is um, maybe it falls under there. It's better to beg for forgiveness than ask permission. Sometimes, you know, I'm mm -hmm. here to save them from themselves a little bit. It's part of what we do as an MSP within reason. Obviously it's not carte blanche, but my feeling was, is if a client really was that 
upset with me that how dare I turn a red box green without having this big formal presentation, I'll just remove it. I'll right. say, no, no problem. I can simply, you, you know, we can, I'll give you a credit back for last month and I'll remove the managed detection and response product. I don't want to do that. Why? It makes my job harder, right? They have a problem. They're going to call me anyway. Mm-hmm. And then I got to deal with the headache. I'd much rather have, have them have this. And, and that's the point, you know, it's just, we want them to, to be able to benefit from the right products and services, which I believe elevates the quality of IT that's available to the SMB space. Right. I love this uh, format with the pic- the picture side by side like this. It's just it's different than Zoom. It looks like like I could go, hey, Frank, I'm going to go to your kitchen and get a beer. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, you have two monitors. Uh, Zoom always is in a corner and I always find myself looking. So I always feel like I'm like I'm like I try to look forward. And so, yeah, I, I do kind of like the, the the picture in the front there. So. I like it. All right. So uh, on the other side of that, I wanted to follow up with you because there's another sometimes there's it doesn't necessarily matter to talk about the vendor. We talked about that, the benefits versus feature stuff, like sometimes yeah. getting into the weeds to talk about it. So share with me what you were talking or share with everybody what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, that's a good point. So I think I, I was telling you recently, I, I had some landscape lighting put in. Um, it's something I wanted to do at my house for a while. And all of us sitting at home, you know, you've even doing a lot of thinking about what you could do around the house. So um, I had a couple uh couple people come out and one guy came and he did what I thought was exactly what I do with audit, right? He came in and said, all right, well, I'm going to do, I'm going to take a picture of your house. I'm going to show you what it'll look like. And nobody mm-hmm. else did that. Everybody else just like, was like, where do you want some lights? And I was like, well, I don't know. Like I'm, it's like, tell me. I'm not, like, I don't know over here maybe. So what they did was they took a picture and then he has some software and he showed me what the lights would look like. And that's all I needed. What he did was he he showed me what success looked like for me. Right. And he gave me a price. You know, so it was X number of lights. Here's the price. I don't even know what the brand of the lights are. I don't know what the transformer. I mean, everything was done. And I that's what I try to do for my clients, right? So when I'm selling them, I'm not, I don't break out the data sheet from Huntress. They gave me a lot of stuff, right? Which I as the MSP need, I need to be educated, understand how this works. But I don't need to tell, I'm not gonna sell the client because I tell them that it has RC4 encryption, you know, all this stuff. They don't even know what I'm talking about. And I and I liken it to that example was I, you know, it mattered less to me what the products were and all the little features. And to me, it was about the benefit. Here's the benefit. Your house is going to look like this. And I was like, that's what I want. And that's what I bought. And it was actually more expensive than some of the other guys were. But um, I felt like that presentation made me feel really good. And you know what? It looked exactly like what they told me to deliver. So when we we do that future pacing with audit, right? We we Especially when we do a, a prospect presentation, we say, hey, here's where you are and here's where you could be. And we show them what success right. looks like without any of the bits and bytes. And most of them don't care. They never ask me, well, what are all the parts that you're using? It's, it's very rare, I should say, you know, you might be pitching to somebody who's techie within a company. And then if that conversation goes that direction, I usually feel like we're going to start splitting hairs where they're going to Google the parts and see if they can find it for a few dollars cheaper. And, you know, for us, chattel only is great because you can't find the part. But um, in this case, I bet you not one of these clients even knows they got Huntress. And I bet you Huntress doesn't care. Right. Huntress probably could care less if my you know, 1800 endpoints or whatever it was, have any idea that it's their product, right? Huntress cares that I know and that I sold it, but not, and my end users don't care what the brand is. So 
I guess, you know, to your point is that most of us end up selling the tech because that's how we buy. And, uh, you know, we're much higher on the knowledge scale or the cursive knowledge scale than our prospects right. are. We've got to sell to them. They're twos and threes. We're eight, nines and tens. You know, and we say, be, you don't want to be a perfect 10. You want to be a perfect two. Yeah. You want to, you got to talk to, you got to meet the, um, you, you always have to meet the prospect client user where they are. And, and you know, every industry, I don't care what industry you're in. You can be in the simplest industry in the world. You've still got technical details about your product that the user doesn't understand. But the IT professional, the MSP, is has it 10 times harder because it's already a super technical. I mean, it's as, it's as technical as you can get without getting, and it's getting harder. It's getting harder and harder. Um, we, we were talking about this the other day as well. You know, you go to the, uh, <clears throat> go to any trade shows like a Robin Robbins, uh, you know, boot camp or producers club. And, you know, the hallway is getting more and more crowded. There's a lot of cyber, right. cyber solutions. You know, that's the, uh, you know, the big one these days, I think we're going to see a little bit more BCDR pop back in now with what's going on. But, um, you know, the MSPs, it's getting more and more complicated to sell all this stuff. Right. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of vendors, there's a lot of nuances. You can't sell everybody, everything. So you do have to pick and choose. And, and that's what makes it hard. The end users don't know how to make a decision because they can't compare it. It's not a commodity car, like an item, like a car, right? Where you go, Hey, this is the exact same model and make how much is this dealership? Oh, and this guy's, you know, $500 less. I'll buy it there because it's cheaper, right? You can't make that buying decision usually in, in the uh, IT space because we're, unless you're selling just like a product, you know, the whole MS, the whole managed services or cloud services experience is an amalgamation of all these different products and services we're pulling together. All we're doing, it's, if it's a confusing us, imagine what you're doing to your end users you're trying to sell. So, really simplifying it for them is 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 key here and uh you know that's the process that i follow turn it into colors use an infographic to educate and uh you know certainly answer questions but i try to keep it you know higher level for them to be able to make a a good buying decision and feel good about it and then i know that they've got something good and it helps us do a better job for that uh, that end user right well cool all right, so we've been live for about 17 minutes, so I'm going to wrap this for today. I'm going to wrap our weekly wrap. Thank you for those of you who watched live, and thank you for those of you watching the recording. I'm going to pop a couple of things in the comments box. So first of all, we did a cool a cool webinar yesterday. It was, it was like one of the best webinars um, we've done in a while, and it was because you, you went through the whole audit system. And it was really geared towards new, new, new people, people who've never uh, used audit before, but we got, we had people who've, who've been users for a long time who, who privately emailed me and said that was really, really great. And, and the reason was because you not only demoed the product, but you were going through and, and talking about why you were doing what you were doing. So it was a great demo of the product. I'm gonna, let's see, chat this up there. And that should, so if you you should see that in the comments, but if you go to see, there's the one in I think I'm showing it in Facebook and I'm showing it in YouTube. So show it there for for a moment. Um, so go check that out because that was that was really really good. 
Uh, we'll have we'll put that in the in the our library of of stuff. The other thing is this is also a podcast, so you'll be able to listen to this weekly wrap up on our weekly podcast, which is called Elevating IT. And you can go subscribe to that on Apple. That's the long Apple podcast. Or you can go to elevatingit.com. No, elevatingit.net, I think. No, elevatingit.com. One of those is going to work. Come on, Mike. Let me check. Let me double check. Hang on a second. There was a reason. No, it's elevatingit.net. Don't go to .com. .com was taken. It'll be a dead. It won't take you anywhere anyway. But this episode will be put up there. And definitely tune in next week because we're going to be back talking about something or just having some fun. So thanks, Frank. Appreciate you jumping on. Thanks, Mike, for organizing. You have a good weekend and uh, everybody out there uh, listening. Appreciate your time. Have a good weekend. Thanks for tuning in, everybody.